Hello and welcome to the Sober Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 10, Reconciliation. My name is Matt and I'm an addict. But I'm also a father, also a son, a brother, a friend, a teacher, an advisor, a student. I am many things in my life. Addict is just one of the things in my list that describe me, a part of me. And if you're listening to this, maybe that describes you too. So I'm, th- I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've joined, and I'm glad you're listening today. Whatever time you're listening to this, talking about reconciliation is something that all of us need to do in our lives, regardless of whether we're addicts or whether we are, are not. Because it's something that is a critical part of our lives. Reconciling, making amends, correcting a mistake that we've made or a bad situation that has been caused by us making amends for that, finding forgiveness, forgiving others. And and maybe you can relate to, to this. Perhaps in your life you're running away from things rather than facing them. For many of us as addicts, that's pri- one of the, probably one of the primary things behind some of our use in drugs is we're running away from something, whether that be pain, whether that be trauma, whether it be ourselves, whether it be any number of things. Running away is a part of us. And you got to fight back against that. You've got to turn around. You've got to face whatever you're running away from. you got to deal with it. Or it's going to deal with you. And it's not going to be kind. Or maybe you find yourself as a person who is distracted. You get distracted by so much. You you find something to do, work. You you are always engaged in an activity. There's busyness. That's busyness with a Y. Busyness. You are just so focused on being busy. Or maybe there's always something on in the background, whether you're playing music or a podcast, which I fully uh, don't mind doing, but maybe you're doing that to distract yourself from your self-talk. Uh, you know, for me, that's something that is that is a part of me as well. I, I have a highly critical voice, self-talk. The voice that plays in my head is saying it's never good enough. It's got to be perfect. And it's always critical. And, and I critique so many things myself, other people, situations. Whatever's going on, there is a critic in my mind that is very loud sometimes. And I've got to fight back against that so that I can focus on what I'm doing. But sometimes we want to distract ourselves with so many things because we're trying to keep our minds away from doing what it really wants to do. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. But maybe this, maybe you can relate to this. You're so busy, you're always doing things because you feel like if you slow down, slow down to any degree for any length of time, then that means you're going to fall down, that you'll lose control and what you've worked so hard will co- uh, what you've worked so hard for will come crashing down around you at any moment. And this idea permeates your thinking so much that it's now just a way of life. I can't stop moving, I can't slow down, I can't relax. Speaking from experience, this is exhausting. However, most who who might be listening that are that if you're not an addict in recovery, 
perhaps you won't get this. Maybe you will. But I think for a lot of us as addicts, we relate to this. We need to be relentless with ourselves. And sometimes it manifests itself in this way. However, that being said, we need to understand this incessant need to never slow down, to always be busy, to always be active. Though it may keep you away from what you formerly were addicted to, there may also be more behind it. And and in order to, to ask the questions that I'm going to bring up, let me caution. First, you need to make sure you're in a you're in a in a safe space, that you're in a healthy space, mental space, to where you can actually, when you ask these questions of yourself, you're in a state where you're ready to actually deal with whatever comes. And you don't want to trigger yourself in your addiction. So if if you need people around you to help you through this, you need a partner to talk with, do that. But at some point, you've got to slow down. You've got to take a break, and you need to actually get things right. You need to turn around and face it, whatever's going on. And when I'm talking in this episode about reconciliation, I'm not talking about external reconciliation with others. I'm talking about reconciliation with yourself. And here's some questions. Are you using busyness again that's busy with a y busyness as a means of avoidance why do you feel the need to be so busy all the time and to keep yourself distracted all the time are there things that you still haven't dealt with despite the time that's passed since getting sober or leaving a bad situation Whatever time has transpired, have you still not dealt with the issue? There's one person that we very rarely give attention to when it comes to reconciliation, comes to making amends. It's ourselves. We, we fail in this area because we think, well, if I do all the external things, if I get everything straight out there, and my life is is more in order, and I'm doing the things that I need to do, and I'm checking the boxes, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting patterns going on in my life, and I've got my schedule, I've got my structure, I, I've got the people around me need to have, and you have all these things from the outside. We think that if we have that, then that means that we must be okay too. But... You, you spend too much time or, or spend enough time in being so busy that you don't actually slow down to check in with yourself. You're going to wear yourself out. You're going to get burned out. And I am speaking from, from experience on this. And I've been sober going on 15 years and be six months this month. 15 years and six months. And all this time, there's been some avoidance on my part. After all this time, there's been some avoidance. And I'm coming around to finally, finally unlocking that. That I've, I've gotten so many things right. So many things are going well. But I still need to deal with me. I still need to deal with that person looking back at me in the mirror. 
And that's what I want to suggest that you do. I want you to, and, and this may feel weird, this may be feel silly, but let's be silly. I want you to go look in the mirror. And right now I have my camera up on my computer. I'm looking at myself right now while I'm saying this. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to tell that person, look into their eyes, I want you to tell that person in the reflection, I love you. And I want you to say it like you mean it. You want to tell, tell yourself, I love you. You look yourself in the eye and you say it with your heart. You look in your eyes and you keep saying it until you feel it. And at the end, I want you to give yourself a high five. If that doesn't bring a smile to your face. <laughs> but doing that, and I want you to make this a part of your daily activity. You need to hear it from the one person who is with you for life. The one person in your life that no matter what is going to be there, staring back at you. They're never going to leave. They're never going to walk away. They're never going to say, I quit. They're never going to give up on you because it's you. And I want you to think about something else. If you did to someone else, treated somebody else with the same disregard and disrespect, and there's so many things to say, so many different ways that describe this. If you treated somebody else the way that you have treated yourself, with your addiction, with the, with the treatment that you have given to your body, to your mind, to your soul. If you treated somebody else the way you've treated yourself, what would need to be done with that relationship to make it better, to make it right, to have them come back to that relationship? And hopefully, as addicts, we have gone through making amends in our lives. I've done this with others, but with myself, I don't know that I've really ever gotten around to truly doing what I am suggesting right now. And again, it's been over 15 years. What would you do to mend that bond, to fix that relationship? What would you do? How far would you go? What would you say? And for, for those of us that, you know, you've, I had somewhere almost around 10 years of, of some kind of addiction going on to some kind of substance throughout my life. And I can tell you that's, that's a long time and formative years and it leaves a mark and I you know, I haven't, I still have things that are atrophied in my development with myself. I still have struggles. I still have problems. All of us do. 
but we've got to make amends. We've got to be reconciled back to ourselves. Be whole once again. That means mind, body, soul. Every part of us. We need that to be fixed. If we want to move on in our lives and be better and be united as a person from the inside out, we've got to do this. So this is going to be a, a little uncomfortable, but it's good to open ourselves up and it's good to be real about things. So I wrote a letter to myself and I'm going to read it to myself. I suggest you do the same. And going through this process allows us to get out from our own lips what we have done to ourselves. So it may go a little something like this for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I chose to run instead of stay. I'm sorry that I introduced and let loose a vicious demon in our relationship. I'm sorry that I let a tyrant in and that it enslaved us, splitting us apart, the mind, the body, and the soul, and set off a nuke in our life. The residual waste from that explosion, the addiction, the drug abuse, the physical toll on this body, the mental toll, the loss of time, the parts of me that have come back atrophy. It left its mark. And the exact damage that I have done is yet to be known. I nearly killed you several times. Sometimes intentionally wanting to die. Most times unintentionally just by virtue of doing too much. When you wanted me, when you needed me to listen, when you needed me to deal with the pain, when you needed me to cope with the trauma, when you needed me to deal with what you were feeding, feeling deep down and work on a solution together, I refused to listen. I turned my back. I walked away and then I ran. Every time you brought up whatever I was avoiding, sometimes very loudly, I screamed back and I tried to silence your voice with copious amounts of alcohol, pills, or all manner of other vices. The louder you got, the more viciously I fought to quiet you. My solution was to run, to sedate, to satiate, or otherwise distract until I felt nothing. For far too long, we've been locked in this carousel of avoidance, each seeing the other, waiting for the other to make the first step. The sideways glances in the mirror, the quick looks in our reflection, and the shame keeping us from gazing longer than absolutely necessary to keep up our physical appearance. With others, I've made amends. And I've turned so many pages in the story of my life that by all indications, things should be good now. But deep down, you and I, we both know we have been avoiding this conversation. We let loose a monster in our life. 
and then we slew it. And right now, it's contained. Oh, and we fought together against him. We beat him. But we know that this monster, it has its scouts out there looking for another way into our life. And we fought him off, but we're always better when we fight together. And we keep taking the battle to that demon, rooting out any hint of it in our lives. So what I'm trying to say is that I want to mend what I broke. I want to once again fight as one, united body, mind, soul. And to do that, I need to ask you something. Will you forgive me? It may go a little something like that for you. What we need to hear ourselves also say in return is this. Yes, I forgive you. Be kind to yourselves. Make amends. Be reconciled to others, to God. But don't forget to be reconciled to yourself. Don't forget to make amends with you. You spent so much time, so much time tearing yourself down. Now you need to heal. And it starts with making amends with yourself. Then the healing starts. Then you can pick up you can continue the relationship with yourself and you can be whole. Don't be fractured in your life anymore. Don't waste time trying to fight the externals as you forget to spend time on the internal. That you forget that this life is hard enough and to split your forces and to think that somehow you're going to be better, sure, you may be sober. But are the other things that are missing? Is it are you in are you in it physically? But maybe mentally you just you just can't get a leg up. Maybe spiritually you're just wavering. You just you don't have the zeal. You don't have the you want to put forth the effort. Or maybe just mentally you're broken down and you just can't move past this wall, this invisible wall that you have no idea why it's there. You don't know what's going on. You have all these questions and you think, well, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. But have you come back to a conversation with yourself? And it may be that you need to take some time. And you need to do this. I encourage you to do that. It is freeing. It is something that, again, I've put off for far too long. And I'm glad I've done it. And maybe it'll help you too. That's all for this episode. If I can help you in any way, I ask you to reach out. Matt at SoberLeadership.com Matt at SoberLeadership.com 
Share this podcast with your friends. Share this podcast with your coworkers. Share it with anybody who you think can benefit from it. And keep taking the next right step. Until next time, be well.